right. Thank you for coming back and listening to the Comeback with Coach. This is episode 10 or 11. I'm not sure I gotta look. Yeah, I gotta get gotta get me another person here so I can bounce it off him. Today I want to talk a little bit about letting go of others. This I believe probably was uh, a difficult task for me. Uh, I always felt like I needed to keep these people around, to, to make these people happy, to um, satisfy their needs per se. Um, but this whole process has taught me who's really, really your family and who's really not. And when I say family, I'm not mean my immediate family. You know, I have I have friends that I call my boys my brothers um, but it's just easier to see uh, who's really truly truly has your best interest at heart and for a while I, I had some people that or a really good friend that I thought was a really good friend uh, we went to a, a police academy together hung out a couple times um I actually made sure he didn't fail the police academy and you know there was a lot of things that he said to me during our friendship um, that he would you know he's the reason why I'm bringing up this episode I'm not gonna lie he's a really close friend uh, but during my time when I was when I was actually in the VA in January, I was speaking to him on the phone. And but in return, he was actually calling my wife and relaying my conversation that I had with him to her. Which I don't think is right. But the last time I talked to him was the day before I got out at the VA and he just totally abandoned me. And won't answer my calls, won't answer my text messages, won't do any of that. And I, I feel uh, I'm hurt by that. I, I wasn't gonna lie, like <clears throat> really, really hurt by that. And this man is like, oh, I don't know, he's about ten years older than me, so he shouldn't be acting childish. He shouldn't be acting like uh, immature per se. But he literally will not respond to a phone call, a text message, to nothing. So this week, I sent him a text message. I told him, I said, I'll never bother you again. I said, I forgive you for abandoning me during this time when I needed somebody the most. You were always there for me. And you you just turned your back on me. And it felt fantastic to do that. As much as it pained me, as much as it hurt me, it felt invigorating. Like I was like, okay, that's just dead weight off off of my shoulders. It's not trying to please him or not trying to please somebody else, but making myself happy. And it was funny because I never received a, a response. 
nothing. So that just tells me that the friendship was never true. Real friends don't do what he did. They just don't. My best friend, Caleb Maven, who's in Attleboro, or South Attleboro, Massachusetts, has never left me, has never abandoned me. Never. He scolded me. Uh, listen, I had to block him on my phone, and it used to, it drove him crazy. Because he was giving me the business about the situation I was in, and I wasn't ready to hear what he had to say. Because it hurt coming from him. It hurt me coming from him. But I respected everything he said to me because he was right and I was wrong. I shouldn't have done the things I did to him, blocking him just because he's yelling at me and telling me that he cares about me, that he loves me. And then I have a a person who I thought was my friend that just totally, completely abandoned me and don't give two shits about me. So to Caleb, I love you, man. You know that. You know I love you. Matter of fact, I think I'm going to play your music. He's also the lead singer of a band called Final Hour. I'm going to try to upload his music on this. (coughs) Excuse me. On this podcast here today. I need some more coffee. And I also came to the realization or how I started making this decision. If these people don't bring any value to my life, positive value, or a value that makes me feel um, better about myself or they support what I'm doing or support what I'm going through, then I don't need them. I don't need him. <clears throat> Sorry. And it's just... It's easier. It, it, it really is when you start taking away... All that negativity that was in your life. And it just... It's gone now. It, it's literally is gone. Like I'm literally... I'm okay being by myself. I go out to eat by myself. All the time. I go for walks by myself I go work out by myself I you name it I do it by myself and I'm okay with that it's not that I don't have a couple close friends it's just I, I choose I choose to be with them when they ask me you know I'm not just gonna invite myself over and just hey what's up bro no just hey you wanna come chill you wanna come hang out I will but um, like this week, I met a new friend, Albert, from from church. We hung out at, uh, at a river or an island that I never even knew about, right here in uh, in Longwood, Florida. It was cool, you know. I met some people. The music was jamming. It was hot. It, it was cool. It was cool to hang out. Like he invited me. Now that's a person that brings value to my life. It was good vibes. There was no no bitching, no arguing. You know, I shared with him my situation, and he didn't judge me. And not one time did he ever judge me. Not once. Not once. And that's somebody that I could chill with. That's somebody that I could enjoy, you know, being around. 
And if these people, they're not responding to your calls and your text messages, I'll tell you right now, you need to dump that dead weight. Because they're not truly your friend at all. Period. It's just, that's the truth. And, and sometimes it's, it's hard for people to hear that. It's hard for people to understand that. But that's honest. That's the reality of it. You know, I, I finally came to that realization, man. Like, you know, my, uh, my wife always says, well, you don't have no friends. But it was because I, I felt, I felt like this way for a long time. And now going into warrior mode, it don't matter. Like, it is what it is. Obviously, those people don't value my friendship the way I value theirs. So we need to move on. And that's just the easiest, easiest way I can explain that, you know, and and I talk to my niece a lot and and some other, uh, some other people. I tell them the same thing. That's how I honestly started evaluating the people. If they're creating drama and you're getting upset and you're getting this frustration from them, then it's, it's probably best that you just cut that dead weight. Let them go. It's okay. They come back. Accept them when they come back. Um, their friendship. Maybe when they realize that you're not there. Or you're not responding or what have you. Then they may miss you. I, I don't know. But I, I will not no more go out of my way to text people that, that, that don't care about me. I, I won't do it. you have to be at peace with yourself and the decisions made by God or others and when I when I say others I mean the people that don't respond back to you or they're not the friend that you thought they would be let that go and that's that's a their decision not yours you reached out you did what you needed to do you said what you had to say like yesterday i called the cop that actually took me out of my house on january 7th and i and i said to her i said thank you for saving my family we had a conversation for an hour yesterday she said i'm so proud of you you know she knew the situation that, that i was in she says you're my friend now it's exactly what she said to me you know and to hear she saw me she saw me at my worst because that was my worst in january for sure i definitely believe it i had a lot of stuff going on emotionally um and i was mad at her because she was taking me out of my house the last time I've actually been in my house actually and I was pissed you know she, uh, she lied to me she said she was taking me to the VA I ended up going to some horrible freaking place here in Orlando called Aspire and I told her I would never forgive her and then it took me to be a bigger man and I told her I said thank you Thank you for saving my family. Regardless of this situation, if my wife divorces me or not, 
we still have to raise those boys together. We have to. Whether she wants to do it or not, she's going to have to realize. She's going to have to. Which also brings me up of how her family's treated me. I've been shocked, actually. Um, she cut my mother off. Like, she doesn't let my mother talk to the children. Uh, nothing. Not at all. Not one second. My mother writes a letter almost every month to them. She gets no response. And that, and that, that hurts. Because I never thought she was that type of person. Um, my mother has nothing to do with this situation. My mother's always been there for us in our in our marriage and our relationship. Um, but for her to cut off my children for the last nine months is is crazy. Um, but you know her her family not. They all block me from Facebook, Instagram. They all like great. Like I, I don't understand. Like I didn't, I didn't hurt, I didn't beat your sister. I didn't threaten her. I put that on everything I love. I put that on my children. I never did that. And for them to just run away and. and not respond, not do anything is, is kind of selfish. And I don't want to bring religion into it, but they're very religious people. Well, they were. I don't know what's going on anymore. That's how I got involved in the church. Actually, it was my wife. This whole this whole situation has really made me question what her motives are. I don't know. I have no idea what her motives are. But all I know is God has a plan and I'm following his plan. I'm I'm not gonna waver from it. I'm not you know, people say, Oh, you go in jail and you know, you get closer to God. It's true. You know. But most people, when they get out, they don't follow it. They go back and do the same things. Well, I didn't. I'm not going to. I can't. I can't do it. My children and, and, and my life is more important than, than doing doing the dumb shit that I was doing to go off and, and be with people that really don't care. They don't care, man. I don't want to be some... Some deadbeat father. I don't want to, you know, I want to be involved in my kid's life. I do. It's almost been nine months to the day that I haven't seen my kids. And, you know, it's patience. It's God teaching me patience. Like, I, I definitely feel I have more patience with my children. I'll have more patience with my wife or ex-wife, however it's going to be. I don't want to not be able to communicate with her. You know, we're going to have to co-parent together. We're going to have to, whether she likes it or not. Um, I got my act together. I've been doing the things I'm supposed to be doing. 
if she can't see that that uh, you know I'm doing it for the children then I'm sorry I don't know what she's looking for so you have to be at peace with those decisions that you make and I'm at that point now where I'm at peace I just have felt so much relief from being at peace I really have um, it's it's amazing actually do I feel like I'm I'm not doing my children right no I don't my, my boys know I love them there's no doubt about it but I have to be at peace for them Because in 30 days, I'm going to have a hearing right across the street at this courthouse. And I'm going to see my children. I know God is going to let me see them. As long as I continue down this path that I'm down. And it feels good. It's going to be like, it's going to be like Christmas. You know, I've been buying them stuff throughout this year, so not to buy them stuff to 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 gain their love, but buy the stuff because I legitimately think that they would like it, or they think it would be cool or awesome. Um, and that's and that's what I think a, a parent is supposed to do. You know, I mean, my my children are very smart. They're you know they're very good athletes um they deserve this you know they deserve um, these gifts because i'm buying it out of love and i'm not buying it for their forgiveness when i have to have that conversation with them about what's going on i'll be honest with them i'll never hide anything from them whereas i used to hide everything from them Will it hurt? It might. But they'll know that I love them and their mother loves them. They'll know that. And we're here for them. And why is it that certain people who, air quotes, loved you, have given up on you? Like that, that for me, was the hardest... hardest thing I believe when I was going through from January to um, probably July those seven months period I'm like why why is like I, I just felt all along I felt people abandon me I just I felt this anger and I felt this sadness and I felt all kinds of emotions that just went through but then it made me start to think and start to realize did they ever love you or did I burn those bridges? I don't think I ever burned those bridges with certain people. With my wife? Possibly. Do I want to be with her? Absolutely. Do I think she'll ever forgive me? Hopefully. That's something that only God knows. You know, I've been working on myself hard. And and, and uh, I'm, not, I'm not perfect. Never claimed to be perfect. But uh, I'm... I'm working really, really hard to make sure that I do the things that God is in store for me. 
so that's the question I pose is is why is it that uncles or or really good close friends or or people that yo I'm here for you or I got you back blah 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 why is it that they gave up on me they don't even they don't call no more I'm literally gonna go through my contacts on my phone and just start deleting people that I don't hear from because they don't matter to me obviously and it's okay I'm okay with like you have to be okay with it it sucks it hurts sometimes to be by yourself it really does but once you start to get in and start having a routine and you know every morning I usually get up and I go for a walk I take a cold shower first thing in the morning probably like two or three minutes just get a cold shower get everything going because I saw somewhere it's really good for your capillaries and, and get everything flowing so that's what I do and then I'll go go for a walk and I'll listen to some motivation or whatever it is throughout the day to get me going and you know and then I'll focus and, and start thinking about things that I need to get done and I go to class three days a week um, that helps with my mental health that's my biggest weakness is when I get to that point it, it, I have to reach out and ask for help um, now for certain uh, I will I mean there's I, I don't I never liked the situation that I was in I didn't like sitting in jail not that I say I'm better than than those people there because a, a lot of that has to do there's some there's a huge problem with mental health there um, but I just felt like at 42 years old that's not the place for me and it's not you know I'll deal with all this situation that's going on you know whatever happens happens um I'm not trying to run away from it uh, I'm owning it I'm just trying to do the things that are right so don't be afraid to let go of the people that, that aren't good for you if they're not bringing any positive value to your life then it's time to let go it's time to let go it's just it's an evil necessary you you might not like it you might not want to do it but you got to do it and i say that because there's people that you think are your friends especially if you're using they're not your friends man if they don't support your sobriety then get rid of them right get rid of them man i'm telling you it's only gonna create there's only more problems that come from drinking and doing drugs man it's just yeah eventually you get caught like yeah eventually you do i thought i thought i was invincible man i never thought i was gonna get caught no lie i didn't and then when i was in that situation i was begging god to to get me pulled over so i could stop and he listened it happened and guess what happened they drop all those charges hopefully on the 13th we'll find out And more than likely, they will. Because I've done the things they asked me to do. Making the hard decisions. Well, they're hard. It gets easier 
as you get more focused on, on what it is that you want. And what I want more in life right now is to see my children. And I put everything that I do every single day, I, I, I think of them first. If I do this, is it going to hurt my chances of me seeing my kids? And if it does, I don't do it. But I don't think me getting healthy hurts my chances with my kids. Me being healthy mentally and physically is only going to help me with my chances of seeing my kids. So if you're out there and you're struggling and you need help, man, if you're a veteran, you go to the VA, call the crisis line, whatever is, whatever it is that you need, you can send a message through here. You can come on my website at the comeback with coach dot wordpress.com or you can hit me up right here on the podcast and please don't forget about uh, Miranda and Dre's um, nonprofit organizations which are amazing uh, Dre's is Red Tape Warrior and uh, Miranda's is the fight from within and uh, my nonprofit is called jeez um, <laughs> what is it called um, <laughs> I'm sorry um, It's just it's not up to par where it should be But uh, It's called How to Fish Jeez um, I'm getting older So uh, With that I wish everybody uh, a good day um, And if nobody's told you lately I love you